Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're coming in hot. Welcome back to On the Block. I'm in here with the old school crew. <laughs> Kenny Wilhite. Wait, what? You right there with Jay. us. Hey, but listen. I'm eating on the Mercado. This is they, this is they, it's their show. I'm giving it. I'm giving them kudos because right. the Mercado set me up. I'm yeah. good to go in here. And it's scrum diddly umptious. Scrum diddly umptious. And so listen, just had said on man had a real good segment. I was, I was listening. Broke down man. He took us in there deep into what's going on the All Star. Just some of the details in basketball. But we're gonna shift. We're gonna go over because we had an earlier discussion where we were talking about the approaching of spring training. Spring for, for not baseball, but for football. Oh, spring, spring practice, ball. yeah. Spring ball. Um, there's going to be some some highly touted, highly engaged quarterback battles, and I want both of your perspectives. I can throw a couple teams out, but obviously, three top tier contender teams is going to be looking at new quarterbacks. We'll just start there. Let's just start with Georgia, Alabama, and. Um, and uh, Ohio State. Yep. We'll just go with those for right now. Um, maybe touch one more SEC team. But the most intriguing one to me right now is the Texas one. Obviously, you got Quinn Ewers and you got Archie Manning. How do you think Sarkeesian um, is able to manage that situation? Well, I think you had that conversation Probably prior, to, prior, prior to, to coming. To Hopefully. coming, I hope, hope so. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he did. He's yeah, not. He's yeah, not. Yeah, a, yeah, he ain't gonna mess it up twice. He can't mess it up yeah. twice. So I'm sure he had that conversation prior to, to, to Manning committing. Yeah, or they had that conversation with him. Or they had that conversation that's with usually, him. That's usually how the Mannings do it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm sure he's gonna manage it properly and the, may the best guy win. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I mean, look, man, it's Quinn Ewers. Was the number? I think he was number one when yes. he came out. One of like the five perfect one thousand scores. Sure, by recruiting. And so he in and, and at times he played out of Texas and, and out of a damn near college down there in uh, uh, Allen. Yeah, so I mean, he, <laughs> it's he, like a he, college he, campus. At, at times last year he played well, mm-hmm. but he does have his deficiencies. Yes, um, Arch Manning. I think you know, obviously in the league that he played, and I was he was a lot of times the biggest, you know, dude. Yeah. but he knows how to play the. He, he's for real. So it's going to come down to managing expectations, managing reps, and then when it's time to play Arch, and especially if they don't start off fast winning with yours, homeboy's going to be in that transfer portal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, That's and, what and, I and say, you know too. What? You know what? To be honest with you, he'd be in play for a team like Nebraska. He'd be on his third school. Yeah. It don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter. But it, somebody will pick him up for sure. Yeah, and he, and he has good tape. And really, if you're him, if I'm him, Realistically, besides playing perfect every season, kind of like how, I mean, you got to think, kind of like how Tom Brady was getting the shaft by by the, by by the Michigan coach, mm-hmm. where he had to almost play perfect because they they wanted to right. play Drew Henson. At some point in time, why you even? If I'm viewers, I don't need to deal with that. Mm. Interesting I really, take. I really, I really don't. Interesting take. Because ultimately, if you if if you because in that locker room they know. Yeah, they know. Yeah, in, in that locker room they know. They know. They know. When Arch is here, Arch is going to be the quarterback for at least two full seasons. 
Now, if you want to hold him off for a year, okay then. But then I got to have a conversation with you because Arch is not coming there to sit no, on the No, he's bench. not coming. Definitely that part. not coming to sit on yeah, the bench. Yeah, that's why I find it very interesting. Uh, let's shift. Obviously, Bryce Young is, is about to move on. He's about to get a bag. He's going to get that money. Um, but his backup was mm, very mediocre in Jalen Milrow. Um, great feet. Can run that thing. Big, too. Big. Big arm um, just big. accuracy has been one of the yeah. issues for him, but then he's going to be uh, facing off with uh, Ty Simpson. So, does this change the landscape for Alabama? Like, how does it look? Because there's a lot of uncertainty in their quarterback ranks. What do you think? Well, I think it, it does. Alabama is going to still be Alabama yeah. okay. that, because for okay. that they, that defense is young or was young. Of course, they're losing Anderson, but they're going to be even better next year. I think they'll be better across the front line and the offense line because they were young. So they they actually gain security for him for whoever the quarterback is. It might change how they call plays now. Now also, what we let's not forget, Bill, Bill O'Brien, O'Brien. Bill O'Brien is gone, which is probably good. Yes. Mm. Um, because when you watched Alabama against Tennessee, when you watched the games that they lost, and they only lost them by one yeah. score, it came down to play calling. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and, and, he was and, ready to be gone. Yeah, and everybody, and you could just tell it, it was just not never a good mesh. So it's actually a perfect time, in my opinion, for this new coordinator with a new quarterback and with Saban to try to shape the offense for this year moving forward. Mm -hmm. But the young man is going to have to take a a couple steps forward. But I will say this. He showed flashes of actually throwing the ball. What he didn't show is trying to bite off too much. Mm -hmm. And that just comes from a lack of experience. So they're going to, you know, it's I mean, when you have essentially the number one pick in, in the draft, a quarterback, he erases a lot of ugliness anywhere because he, he's that good. He's get out of the pocket, throw guys open, and so forth and so on. So these teams that are normally dominant, the reason why they're normally dominant, these three teams are the ones every for the last three years have kind of always thought of in the title hunt. Well, but Georgia's won two. Alabama won the year before. So those, there's at least two of them. And Ohio State was thinking that it's all led by quarterback play. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wanted to go to Georgia, but it, it's a three-team race there. I, I'm going to skip over them. Let's get to the Big Ten. Let's talk about Ohio State. Ryan Day, um, two quick questions. If Ryan Day doesn't handle business in the Big Ten and take care of Michigan, is he on the hot seat? One. Two, he loses C.J. Stroud, and what he's got to work with is Kyle McCord and Devin Brown. Um you know, they've got a quarterback history with going back to, you know, Dwayne Haskins, Justin Fields, and C.J. Stroud. Now you got Kyle McCord and Devin Brown. What does this look like for Ohio State? Be yeah, honest. To be honest with you, between those three teams, they're in the best position. Ohio State? Oh, yeah. Wow. Because uh, McCord and, and Stroud were neck and neck mm-hmm. in their competition. It actually was a true competition. So, um, and Ryan Day, by nature, is a quarterback, quarterback. coach. He's going to make sure that whoever it is is ready. Most likely be McCord. And they've played – they got some playing time. So, I think they're better off. Now, back to your first question. They go out there and play like they did against Michigan this year again. He's going to be on the hot seat. He's going to be messing around looking for an uh, NFL job. Mm-hmm. Now, because it's the way that they're losing. Now, see, the first year, I would say the elements. That's fine. And, yes. it's a, and that's a legitimate excuse because it affects Ohio State more than Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then even this year, it really wasn't the offense. It was more or less the defense that you paid $2 million for a coordinator. But then it wasn't even that. It's, it's actually your, 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 your golden armor 
that was so atrocious. It was all year. Is their defensive back play? You saw it against Georgia. Mm-hmm. How do you? I don't care how fast somebody is. You got the same scouting report for two weeks, and when you look on tape and number see number eleven from Georgia, and he looked like he ro- running in fast forward. You know how when you do fast forward, <laughs> yep. and it just gives you the one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's at three instead yeah. of five. Yeah. So that means back your butt up three times. Exactly. That part. Right. And so that's really probably what. So he has to actually. I'm gonna be looking to see if he can reshape how. I think he tried. He's trying to reshape how he recruits because that's I think part of the problem as well. They fell in love with going to get the guys from Florida and California. And there's nothing against these guys or nothing, but then they, uh, you know, from the the friends that I know at Ohio State, they kind of felt like internally in the state that they've kind of been looked over. Some of the players. That's where their toughness came from, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where you that's when you talk about Michigan so that's what Jim Harbaugh did different say hey look instead of us trying to be Ohio State we're going to do the exact opposite Ohio State hasn't adjusted from a physicality standpoint it's not a big adjustment but it started in the recruitment mm-hmm. and how you know the glitz and glamour but when you got first round receivers i mean how can you fault them because this year it's on the DBs yep and I'm looking at the DB coach like I'm looking at you. Because, hey, I'm going to tell you like this old school. This is how I be looking at Kenny. I, hey, we in defensive meetings. Yeah, let me get us some of that summer sausage. Kenny. As you, you should, though. Well, like, what's up? As, as you should. Right. So as that's where it comes. And you know what else? You be looking back at the defensive line coach and saying, where's the pass rush? That yeah. part. So, it's a collective. It's a collective. But oh, Hold on. Let's go to – let's get a quick uh, station identification, and I want to get you in on that. Break that down, Cable Hyde. But he, as he should be looking at me, if my defensive backs aren't playing like they're supposed to be playing consistently, consistently, yeah. I need to be held accountable to right. that. And we talked about that. Well, he had a co-coordinator, yeah, and then the younger one went and got a defensive coordinator job. And then Kerry, I think Kerry Combs was there, who actually was a good coordinator. But then you start to start a little bit. So then he got demoted halfway through the season. Yes, and then they had a younger one. He ended up actually leaving, and then they brought. So there's in no, there's no cohe- consistency. No consistency there. Yeah. So. Of course they're going to be playing bad. Real real quick, real brief. Joe Milton had a tremendous game in filling in for Hendon Hooker um, in the Orange Bowl uh, against Clemson. 257 yards, three TD passes. The man is 6'5", 244, uh, coming into his sixth season, so he's a veteran. Tennessee, Joe Milton, but then they've got Nico Lamaleva. Who's got the biggest NIL deal? I think at eight million. Would y'all please stop in. talking about NIL deals? Stop talking about NIL deals. If if he can't go out there and perform, he shouldn't be on the field. Well, I, I agree. How much money they get? Yeah, I agree. I'm not saying you, but just people. Yeah. Yes. Up NIL deals. Yeah, that period. Means nothing. Yeah, means nothing. That NIL deal means you just got a free year because you sitting behind me, homeboy. I preach. Yeah, that's what I would be I, saying. I, 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 that's exactly you need to mean. touch me with that. That's the way I would be coming in. So, well, here's the deal. I already know he got a large in idea. Once I'm starting, I got to come see you. Hey, yeah, come holler so at me. I need I need mm-hmm. to get taken care of for this year. This is my last year. What what we gonna do? What we gonna do? Right. And so, so I heard you and said talking about it. You know about money and the NBA and mm-hmm. the incentives, right? Mm-hmm. All star game and stuff like that. So if you give this man that amount of money and he don't beat me out, first of all, I'm not gonna let you beat me out. That part. That's period point blank. Right. You can get all the money you want right now. Right, but you still they you still got to see me when when that ball snap you got it's on it's on right yeah and if I beat you out now you got to hit your hip player 
What you get? What you gonna give me? Yeah, they, they, well, they gotta come get. I think it's it wasn't in plus, even though Tennessee had a I guess a quote unquote magical year. Yes. If, if and they known for this like, again, I have friends <laughs> in that that play for Tennessee that magically still work for Tennessee. And I always be throwing these little pettiness <laughs> <up>, pot shots, <laughs> hey, Kenny, because you know what I'm saying. We the only university got a plethora of guys that used to play play around here that aren't employed and involved. I'm swear, okay, I'm gonna go off on it. Terry Fair. Jonas Jennings, Sean Bryson, Peerless Price, the Jamal Lewis, the right, the one that which one? Oh, oh yeah, my man Magic Al Wilson. That's what we used to call it. Big Al, yeah, big head Al, right? Big head Al, right? Even Ray Knock, Rhinoceros Thompson. That's Ray Knock, he had a big, old, big, old, wow. big, old, big. He had a long face. Well, anyways, so you, you, what happens? Tennessee had a magical year, but down there, if they, if he, if they come out and go like seven and five. Oh, it ain't gonna be swinging. It ain't gonna be sweet Rocky top. It ain't gonna be no power T. <laughs> they gonna get you up out of there. They gonna get him up out of there, mm. straight up, because they want they Tennessee truly believes it shouldn't be Georgia. It should be them. Yes. Now that's not reality. No, but they gotta they they have a a, a short um, leash, leash on, on mm-hmm. what you call it. And so that's why you know I'm, this is something totally different. I know we got two minutes. Everybody was talking about whether Scott could go to Tennessee. Scott could go to Florida. See, I already knew he won. First of all, number one, I knew he won going to Florida. Okay, I knew that for a fact because Daryl Porter Jr. or Daryl Porter, who coaches at uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, said he ain't allowed down here. So you ain't coming to Florida if that mm. if that place right there, because you know who he mm-hmm. coached, Patrick Tain, mm-hmm. and then Daryl Porter Jr. was at Miami. Mm-hmm. That's number one. And number two, if if he his agent w- shouldn't have let him w- guided him to Tennessee for the simple fact of how they will run you out of town quick. Had nothing to do with Scott. It's just about where you're at. And so for his hypo, if you don't continue along the way of the the, trekking each inch and closer, yeah, yeah. Which for in Tennessee's mind, we got a better quarterback coming back than anybody in the in the in mm-hmm. the whole SEC. Yep, yep, yep. So then therefore we should be thinking about national they're thinking national champion. And they got put pieces around. Right, them too. right. They got receivers. They got receivers. And they got a good physical line. So that's where the pressure mounts. And when that pressure comes them Rocky Top Rednecks be coming, boy. <laughs> huh. Huh. Believe Huh. They, they knocking. Yeah. <laughs> well, that hey, that sums it up. Let old school, you can tell it's going to be hot. Let me get that check. It's going to be hot on old school. You leaving that with you? I'm going to let you get a couple pieces. I'm oh, taking that out. That you leave, boy, I'll tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, old school crew's gonna be here. I might hang around since it's Thursday. Thursday, Kevin Myers gonna be in the oh, you building. Jump in. I'm gonna hang Kevin, around. What's Kevin coming? Usually he, after he's the first, coming after the first segment. Yeah. So the so the first segment we're gonna jump into. We're gonna continue along. We're just gonna talk about the Big Ten West. Love it. Who's the, who's who's good? Who's a threat? Because I like we said I said it yesterday. Okay. We, after you left, Kenny, we went through the schedule. Fifteen. Oh, I'm, and I'm not gonna put you in there. I need them eight wins, players. So you see let's what's go, coming on. We about to run now. I need now. them eight wins. We about to I run now. Ninety-three-seven. The ticket. We are on the block. We'll see you tomorrow. Two to four. I Peace. Need, I need that, Kenny. <laughs>